0: Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew.
1: And my name is Anna.
0: And you're listening to the Culeps English Podcast. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Culeps. This is Chatterbox, the Culeps series for intermediate and advanced English learners that features natural, unedited conversations between native speakers about. An interesting topic. Today, I'm joined by my co host, Anna. Hey there, Anna.
1: Hey, Andrew.
0: And we are going to talk about Instagram filters and beauty filters today, Anna. Pretty interesting topic, I think.
1: Super interesting. And um, something I think that's very, very, very current. And I've been waiting to talk about this actually. So can't wait to get into it in a bit more detail.
0: Perfect. Well, I'm not the biggest Instagrammer, but uh, you know, we do have our own Instagram accounts. We have the Qlips Instagram account and of course Anna, you have your Anna with two N's English Instagram account. So I think we'll have something to talk about. But before we get to that conversation, everyone, I want to let you know that there is a transcript and study guide available for this episode for all Qlips members and Following along with the study guide while you listen is our recommended way to study with this episode. And by becoming a QLips member, you will support us and help us to keep going and making English lessons for people all over the world. But you'll also get, like I said, the transcript and study guide, plus a bunch of other extras as well. So to become a member and to get that study guide, just visit QLips.com.
1: We also wanted to give a shout out to our listener, SuperMaz007, oh, a little James Bond reference there, Uh, from Apple Podcasts. Uh, You left us a lovely comment and five-star review. You said, culips is la creme de la creme. I don't know if I'm saying that in the correct accent, but that's actually a French expression. It means the best of the best or the best of a particular thing or kind, so a very nice compliment. I'm from France, and I want to say a big thank you. I improve my English with you every day.
0: Awesome. Supermaz, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate your support. And guys, leaving us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to Qlips is something that really does us a huge favor. It allows more English learners from around the world to connect with us and to learn English with us. So if you could do us that favor of leaving us a kind review and a nice rating on your favorite podcast app, we would really appreciate it. And with that said, Anna, I think it's time to get going and talk about this fascinating topic, Instagram filters, beauty filters in general. And maybe, Anna, you could break it down for our listeners and just explain what this technology is for anyone that is unfamiliar with it.
1: In social media, a filter, as far as, this is my own definition, this is not a technical definition, but it's basically a filter that you put over a photo or a video to make it look a certain way. So maybe you'll put a filter that might change your appearance, actually change the shape of your face. Maybe it might just change the color. Really, the bottom line is that a filter is meant to make you look better or meant to make the picture better. I don't think there's any filters that anyone's going to use to make you look worse. <laughs> so I think that's a key thing as well. A filter is to try and enhance the picture, not necessarily of a person, it could be of a landscape or you know a portrait as well, but something to make the photo enhance the photo, make it make it look better. And I guess, you know, changing your eye color, your hairstyle and I think over the the course of the past few years, filters have gone from being maybe changing the color, maybe to something like a sepia or grayscale, to whereas now when you look at them, they're just like completely changing the way something looks. So it's they've definitely got maybe more extreme over the last few years.
0: I would say they've got a lot more realistic over the last uh, several years. Like, you're right, Anna. I remember when Instagram first came out, there were some Instagram filters that you could apply to your photo to improve the way that the photo looked, but they were usually for like landscape photos or just photos of things, not really photos of people. You know, you could put like a sepia or change it to black and white or add a tint to change the hue of the photo. Um, But now, things have changed dramatically, very intensely. Like, like you said, I think that was a good word choice. Filters are just out of control, almost, in my opinion. Like, it is remarkable what we can do now with filters. You can take a picture of your face, and then you can tweak every little aspect of it. If you want to raise your eyebrow or... Um, make your face skinnier or fatter or, you know, I'm bald, but I can put a hairstyle on my head and it looks pretty realistic. Like I actually have hair by using the camera filters on some apps. And Anna, you mentioned that these apps are designed to make you look better. And I agree, but there are also a lot of just fun, crazy apps and filters out there that are are more for jokes. And I saw a funny one last week, uh, it kind of went viral with a lot of parents doing this to their their kids. It was this Instagram filter where if you just hold the camera, you know, the selfie camera to your face, uh, it just looks like your image. It's like looking in a mirror. You see your image reflected back at you. But if you open your mouth wide, then suddenly the filter is turned on and your face will turn into a horse, which is really crazy, but it looks real. It's like your neck gets extended and your face turns into a horse face and you turn into a horse. So these viral videos that I saw last week, what they would do, usually it was fathers that would would do this. They'd have like their baby, you know, the baby's like one or two years old. They're just looking at the phone together, right? And then the dad would open his mouth and the dad's face would suddenly turn into a horse. And the baby would be looking at his dad morph into a horse on the Instagram screen and the baby would ultimately start crying because that's a really scary thing to see your dad turn into when you're only two years old.
1: (laughs) That's a good point though. Not all the filters are to make you look better. I used to just download Snapchat and do the filters with my friends because it was funny. I used to love the ones that would like distort your face and they'd make, you know, give you a really big nose or a really big mouth. So filters can be fun as well. That's true. They they can be fun and, and, and entertaining. So I guess there's like two categories, right?
0: Yeah, there's a, a mustache filter that I use when I take photos of my wife often. And, you know, she thinks that I'm taking like a nice picture of her and I put the filter on and then I show her the the image and she's got a mustache. She doesn't like that one too much, but it always makes me laugh.
1: <laughs> I'm not surprised, but they are so advanced. You're right. Like, you know, they they match completely with your face. Like, I, I think that's a really good point. They're just so much more realistic, as you said, so much more advanced. And, and I guess before... Maybe people, professionals were able to do things on things like Photoshop. And I guess it's this whole big trend moving towards people being able to do a lot of the things that maybe before were maybe only reserved for professionals, like, you know, photo editing. And, you know, now anyone can do whatever they want with an iPhone or a phone with a really good camera. So I guess it's in line with, with all of those things as well. But personally, I try not to use filters. In a context of making myself look better. I try not to use filters. I don't know about you, Andrew, if you've had the same experience, but I find that it's just too tempting to slide across and then you get, you know, perfect skin, a nice glow. And it's just too easy because then you get used to yourself looking like that. And then all of a sudden you you go back to the normal one and you're like, oh, oh my goodness, I look terrible. So it's like, you're like, oh, I'll just go back. And it's almost like you have to get used to seeing the real you. For me anyway, everybody's different. I'm not saying that this is necessarily the right way for everybody. But for me, I think it's important for, to see myself the way that I really am. Because that's not what I look like when I have a filter on a picture. That's not me. But it, I do understand it's just so tempting just to put a little, you know, make things a little softer, a little bit more perfect. I mean, who wouldn't want to look better? That's, that's what it plays into. We all want to look better, really. So I, I do understand why it's difficult not to use filters. So even though I personally don't use them, I do understand why people use them. I, I don't criticize people for using them.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I get it. Um, I usually don't really care about my appearance too much. Um, You know, when I'm using social media, you know, I'm not one of those like bodybuilder guys that is trying to get people to look at my content because of the way I look, right? Like the Q Instagram is about learning English. And so I want the content that I'm teaching to be really good. But, you know, my appearance is secondary to that. Of course, I want to look professional, but I don't care about looking like a supermodel or anything like that. I can say, I'll be honest, from time to time, especially on Zoom, when I use Zoom to teach my students, these days I'm still teaching online. Our university is still closed because of the pandemic. So I'm teaching online, and there is a filter on Zoom where you can just up the brightness a little bit and up the smoothness of your skin a little bit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, Anna, for my early morning class, You know, if I'm a little tired and uh, I I notice some bags under my eyes, I will slide up the filter just a little bit just to not look so tired to my students, just a touch. So, yes, I confess that even someone who's not really concerned about their image too much like me, I have fallen victim (laughs) to the filter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love that one on Zoom. Actually, I, I hands up. I think I'm using it now. Actually, we're on Zoom now. I think I'm I'm using it now. I'm in a constant state of like, uh, I use it a little bit and I think I've just left it there because it is nice. I mean, when you get up and in early in the morning, like, I mean, I don't know anybody that maybe looks their best first thing in the morning, you know? So I think for me, the important thing is just not to use them too much, just for my own personal mental health because you're on Instagram, Andrew and me too. And I definitely do feel that since I've used social media, because I don't use social media in any other context apart from my English channel. I don't use social media in a personal context at all. I don't have a personal account. I don't use it. So when I started doing it, I did notice that I was focusing a lot more in the way that I looked. And it did make me think "Mm, my hair doesn't look very nice. My skin doesn't look very nice. And I do have to say and admit that sometimes it affects maybe my confidence. If I'm not having a good day, I don't look very nice. I don't really want to make a video if I feel like I look really bad. Do I really want to put a a video where I look terrible and and broadcast it to the world? So it does make me a lot more conscious of my appearance. So I can't imagine what it's like for people that have a really big social media following, their images everywhere, It must be difficult not to be obsessed with how you look and not want to use things like filters because everybody's looking at you. Everybody can see you. And I don't know, it must be difficult being in that situation. I can imagine for some anyway.
0: I guess maybe my concerns as a a guy, like an older guy, I'm 37, and like I said, I'm not trying to win any beauty awards or anything, and so people don't really care about how I look, right? Like, I've never got any comments like, oh, Andrew, you should gain some weight, or you should lose some weight, or you should grow your hair out, or you should do something. You know, like, I've never had any comments at all ever online about my appearance, but I think if I even had one or two, you know, that would really hurt me. And I'd probably feel a lot less confident going forward about creating content. And like you mentioned, some of these big creators, they just get comment after comment after comment about people ragging on their appearance, right? Or criticizing the way they look. So in that situation, yeah, to me, it like seems totally natural that you would want to use all the tools that you have to make yourself look the best you can so that you could avoid that kind of criticism. So uh, I totally get it. I don't know if I support it really, but I get it. I totally get it.
1: Mm. I think one big moment for me was when I had a family member and they decided that they were going to get some lip fillers. Lip fillers are a procedure to enhance your, your lips to make your lips bigger, which is something that's been a big beauty trend over the last few years. And at that point, I thought nobody really in my family, some of my friends had had procedures and things like this, but it was the first time that somebody in my family had sort of decided to do that. And I thought, wow, I wonder if that's like a an indirect or a direct symptom of this kind of social media, Instagram, because they use Instagram a lot. And I was like, I wonder if that's, you know, kind of a, an outcome of that. And, th- and that's the first time I'm seeing it firsthand, like this idea of, you know, a really big pressure on the way that you look and um, a lot of the filters that people use actually make your lips look a little bit bigger. And it was a bit shocking, I have to say for me, it, w- it did shock me a little bit. And I thought, wow, maybe, maybe that's going to be more what it's like in the future. It's going to be more people making these kind of enhancements to try and align themselves with with the way that they look with filters and there's actually a a new kind of body dysmorphia in teenagers which i know people have called it snapchat dysmorphia where teenagers are getting plastic surgery to look like the way they appear in beauty filters so maybe that's it's going to be more people are going to be like that in the future i i don't know
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, And that's kind of the other side of the story that we haven't really talked about. We've talked about um, applying filters as the creator and changing the way that you look, but we haven't really talked about the influence of those photos, right? So what about all the people that are viewing the photos? And I'm wondering if we're getting a distorted image of what we think people actually look like, especially because of the pandemic, we've all been you know, inside a lot more or wearing masks. We're not seeing people's real faces as much as we have been in the past, but we're constantly bombarded with all of these images on social media and online. And if everybody's using filters and kind of misrepresenting or lying about the way that they really look, then that will cause people to perhaps think that they're ugly, right? Mm. Why does everybody look so beautiful? I don't look like that. Why does everybody have these nice full lips? My lips are so thin. You know, people could start thinking that way, especially vulnerable people. Um, Like you said, teenagers, right? They might uh, be more susceptible to this or not even be as aware that people are adjusting their image online. So I guess that's kind of sad. It bums me out to think that people feel Insufficient to the point where they need to alter their appearance just to, um, you know, keep up with uh, an image that's not even real. It's just a filter. Seems pretty sad, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. And there are some people on Instagram, some influencers that do say, I'm thinking about one in particular, but she actually says what she's done to the photo. So she says, okay, I lightened this photo. I changed this part. And she's very much a person who promotes kind of positive, responsible use on Instagram. So she actually says exactly what she's done to edit the photo. Because obviously many photos are edited and people don't really realize that or some people don't realize that. And it can be confusing, as you said, people think, well, why do I not, Look, that perfect, and actually, well, that photo's been through an an editing process, and maybe they've changed a few things, enhanced a few things. But I always think, if I put filters, if I always post filters of of, of me, and I make myself look amazing and and whatnot, and then you actually meet me in real life, and you're like, oh, wait a second there's definitely a big mismatch between (laughs) what I'm seeing online and what I see face-to-face. That for me is not a good thing.
0: Right. The expectation and the reality would not align.
1: There's a bit of a gap. So like, I would almost prefer to have like low expectations. So to post like very normal pictures where I'm just me, it's just a picture with no filters. And then when people meet me in real life or the actual reality is similar. So it's not like, you know, really high expectations or perfect skin or whatever. Because if you post those type of photos, when people meet you, they're going to, there's just going to be a difference. It's a big difference. I don't know. I I would feel very uncomfortable with that. I think, oh my God, if people meet me, they're going to think that I'm super ugly or, I don't know. That's, I've always, I've always been that way. I would prefer to just post pictures of how I really look and then it's like not pressure on me to, to look a certain way in reality or wear loads of makeup or, or whatever. But I do feel the pressure as, a, as an Instagram user sometimes to, to look nice on Instagram. So it's just a pressure you have to deal with, I think, as, a, as somebody on social media.
0: So Anna, I think you just previewed the answer to this question, but I want to ask you anyways, because I think it's a fun question. And that is, how do you feel about people Applying filters or photoshopping their image when they are applying for a job, or maybe making a dating profile. Uh, if if you could imagine the situation, let's say that you uh, potentially, you know, you met somebody online and they they looked one way, and then you met them in real life and they were totally different than their online profile photo. <laughs> How do, you, how do you feel about that? Would that make a good first impression?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? It's like you can, I mean, anyone can do whatever you want. It's your photo. If you want to put a filter on it, if you want to change it, that's completely up to you. That's your prerogative. Um, But again, it comes back to that point of expectation versus reality. If you're going to do that, and then you look completely different in real life, well, that's not, I don't know, you might be a problem. Well, not necessarily a problem, but it might just be strange for the other person or, and also they're going to find out in the end anyway, how you, how you look. You can't hide it. You can't, we can't have a filter on all the time, but then that's a question, isn't it? Maybe in the future, we'll be able to have like, I don't know, glasses or something where we always have a filter. So like a permanent filter. So like everything that you look at is always filtered. I don't know, Maybe maybe that could be a future thing that everything we look at maybe you have like these special glasses or something and we'll always have a filter. So we'll never really know what things really look like. Oh, that's very black mirror. That's some very black mirror stuff right there, actually. Uh, Very, uh, very dark.
0: Yeah, the augmented reality glasses or virtual reality. I think it's inevitable that something like that is going to happen in the future. That seems really scary to me because then if everybody's wearing their own set of glasses, they could apply their own filters, right? So it's not even the filter that you're putting on yourself, but it's like, I could change the filter that I have for you, Anna, for example, or you could change the filter that you have for me. And then that gets really creepy, I mean, I do think that these kinds of things are going to happen at some point in the future. It's almost inevitable, but how we deal with them and what that will be like, that's a question for another day. Thankfully, we don't have to worry about it (laughs) right now. (laughs) So I think uh, we can wrap this conversation up here. It was really interesting and great to hear your take as an Instagrammer, Anna. And uh, listeners, of course, we would love to hear what you have to say about this episode as well. You can send us an email if you wanna give us your feedback or share your opinion. Our email address is contact at QLips.com. And everyone, we have a new feature, uh, much requested feature actually available on our website now, which is a comment section. So you can actually go to the post for this episode on QLips.com, and there will be an area to comment below. So if you would like to share your opinion there and interact with other QLips listeners as well, that is a place where we can now do it. We kind of quietly launched this feature uh, recently, and uh, I have been leaving comments and interacting with people. Some of our listeners have found it, even though we didn't announce it. So it's been great to interact and uh, communicate with people through the comments feature. So guys, check that out and let us know what your thoughts about beauty filters are there. If you like Qlips and find us helpful for building your English language skills, then we would really appreciate it if you could support us now, there are many ways that you can do that. The best way is by signing up and becoming a QLips member on our website, which is C-U-L-I-P-S dot com, dot com. But that's not the only way that you can support us. You could follow us on social media like our Instagram accounts. You could leave us a five star rating and a nice review on your favorite podcast platform. Or you could tell your friends who are learning English to check us out. So that's it for us for now, but we'll be back soon with another brand new episode, and we'll talk to you then. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. See you later.